Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. The Five Star Zone with Rico Beard. Welcome to another edition of the Five Star Zone. A little instant reaction from Saturday's action in the Big Ten and Let's start off first in East Lansing, Michigan State, pitching a shutout, destroying Akron 52 to nothing. But the funny thing was, it still was kind of deceiving because Michigan State still has a lot of questions that they need to answer. I, uh, we're still looking at Peyton Thorne. Peyton even is, is admitting that his throws are not quite there I don't know what the problem is. I don't know if it's just the pressure getting to him of being the guy of no Ken Walker, but I mean, Michigan State does have a running game. As you're looking at the running backs coming in there, Jalen Berger for 107 yards, three touchdowns, Jerick Broussard, 81 yards, two touchdowns, but Peyton Thorne still not quite looking like the Peyton Thorne that we knew from last year. He's sailing a lot of balls, but this is something that he knows. He says he's going to try to self-correct this thing. But if you're Michigan State heading out to Washington, you're going to need Peyton to be Peyton. I think the running game is there. The offensive line looked a little bit better. Uh, Jacoby Windham, um, this guy is hes going to be one of the candidates for defensive player of the year. He followed up the four sacks from last week. Well, what what did he get? Three forced fumbles in this game. Yeah, he's turning out to be the real deal. But, yeah, if you're MSU, you're looking at Peyton Thorne. He was 18 for 28 for 222 yards. He had two picks. Um, Just not looking good. And Jaden Reed left the game. He was in street clothes after the game. Walking with a little bit of a limp, I got a feeling he'll be a, kind of a day-to-day game-time decision, but I I can't see how he does not play in, in this game in Washington when they go out to uh, take on the Huskies next Saturday night. And it was funny talking to Mel Tucker after the game. He said that, yeah, you know what? It is real. Going from the East Coast to the West Coast, he says they had a lot of, they brought in specialists to help them adjust to the time and just to the routine. This is a man who's coached in college and the pros, and he did admit that there there is a difference between going from West Coast to East Coast and East Coast to West Coast. But last night, Michigan State goes out there and they uh, put out, I think, the best victory that they have in at home and uh, going back to, I think, let's just say a very long time, defeating Akron 52 to nothing. They're, uh, they held Akron to a total of, uh, I want to say, it, it wasn't even pretty. Akron only had 22 rushing yards, 203 passing yards. Defense held them to 225 total yards. It's one of those things that when you play a bad team, you want to make them look like a bad team. They knocked the Akron quarterback out of the game. They brought in the second guy, and oh my God, I thought Cal Halliday was about to kill the second, the backup quarterback for Akron. That play happened so cleanly. I I actually thought that it was a timeout, or I thought that maybe they blew the play dead. 
that guy never saw it coming. And I, I felt so bad for, uh, for, for, uh, Jeff, uh, undercuffler because yeah, that's the type of play that can to end a career. But yeah, it was a clean hit. Michigan state five sacks. They get the victory. Michigan, well, they did exactly what we all thought they would do. They destroyed Hawaii. And I think the biggest thing was we found out that J.J. is the guy. He was damn near perfect. 11 for 12. Um, Harbaugh came out later after the game and said that he's going to be the quarterback. You know what? Look, a part of me does feel sorry for Cade, but Cade knew what he was signing up for. And J.J., the team just looks different. I I'll admit that they have a little bounce in their step. Now, unfortunately, Michigan won't be tested, and JJ is going to be able to really pad those numbers. They may even be as high as you know, ranked number three in the nation. We really won't find out about Michigan till in the middle of the season. Maybe when they hit the Penn State Michigan State stretch. They got Iowa coming up. They got Maryland coming up. Maryland can put up points. Uh, Talea Tungavaloa, damn near through for 400 yards in their game. Iowa, ooh, I, I, I don't even know what you say about Iowa, but uh, man, it, it is, it is, it's not pretty out there. They lose to Iowa State 10-7. I told you guys to take the under, but Jesus, I didn't think 17 total points would only be scored. Uh, but Iowa's struggling on offense. I look for Spencer Petras to probably get benched. Iowa's going to probably have to go to the backup QB. Minnesota roll Western Michigan. I mean, Western Illinois, 62 to 10. As I said, Maryland went out. They defeated Charlotte, 56 to 21. Now Maryland can put up points. Maryland's going to have a little problem with defense. So uh, we'll probably see the Michigan defense get tested, but I don't think the Michigan offense is really going to get tested when they play Maryland later on. One of the bigger upsets of the day was Wisconsin losing at home to Washington State. I've said it before, and I'm going to say it again. Wisconsin's lost their way. Wisconsin has, in my opinion, gone away from just the ground and pound. Wisconsin is trying to be something that they're not. And, and as you're seeing, they're just not getting the job done. Penn State defeated Iowa 46-10 to in a game that really... You know, they handle business. Ohio State, Marvin Harrison Jr., three touchdowns, no Jackson Smith and the Jigba, but they didn't need them as Ohio State rolled Arkansas State 42-12. to Purdue pitched a shutout, 56-0 against Indiana State, but I, I, let's, let's just get to the biggest game, Nebraska. As I tried to tell Mike Valeni, as he told me this was Scott Frost's year, this is not Scott Frost's year. This is this is a bad thing for Scott Frost. I think Scott Frost may be the first coach, Division One coach to get fired this season. It's unfortunate because he plays a lot of close games. It's unfortunate because it seems like, geez, Nebraska's in every game, and then yet they always find a way to snatch defeat from the jaws of victory. They got aided. If you stayed up late Saturday night, they were aided by the referee on a fumble that should have been Georgia Southern's ball, but they ended up giving it to Nebraska. Nebraska scores on the touchdown. Looks like the game is over. Georgia Southern drives down the field with a little over a minute left, and they line up 
and they score the touchdown. <laughs> Out of quarterback sneak, Nebraska gets it back. Looks like maybe they can tie the game up, and they miss the field goal. They lose 45-42. to It's the first time at Nebraska that Nebraska scored over 35 points and, and lost the game in like over some 240 games. Scott Frost's days are numbered. I think they're just going to pay the buyout $7.5 million. I believe that kicks in in August, October 1st. I don't see them beating Oklahoma. I see, you know, them going one and three. And yeah, he's going to be fired. Who's going to be the next coach? I don't know. I don't know where they're going to go because this was um, this was bringing the hometown hero home to save the day. The only problem when you do that is there's really no place to go after that. Michigan almost found that out with Jim Harbaugh, but he turned things around last year, won the Big Ten. But he was on the hot seat. He was the the hometown hero who came back to save the program, but he wasn't having the success. Scott Frost ain't having any success out there. I mean, he is the master of losing close games, the heartbreaking games, and I think the Nebraska brass will finally just let him go. Anyway, that's your uh, instant reaction kind of uh, for the Pick 10 Week 2. We'll have more coming up later on in the week. But, um, yeah, kind of a good week for the Big Ten. Lost some games. I thought that they would win. Northwestern loses to Duke. I thought Northwestern was going to win that game. But, hey, you got to be smart, I guess, in order to play that one. You got to have a high SAT score. Let's just say that. But, yeah, anyway, not a great week for the Big Ten. They had a lot of blowouts, but a lot of teams were disappointing. Iowa still struggling to score points. But as I said, we'll have more on week three coming up later on in the week. Thanks for listening to the Five Star Zone. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.